1: Hello, bitches. Welcome to Resting Bitch Face. It's your host, Julie, with my lovely co-host, pretty much, <laughs> Justine from the Shore Store. Hi, Justine.
0: Hi, Julie. Thank you for asking me to do this with you again. Absolutely.
1: I always have a good time. I know, and I love talking to you about the shows that we love. It just gets so exciting. Mm-hmm. Um And then also, so there's a girl at work that I work with. We we usually work together and there's only two servers every night. So it's usually the two of us. And I discovered that she is obsessed with 90 day fiance thousand pound sisters sister wives so lately I've been going into work and I'm like oh my god did you see sister wives I was like Cody yes. is a fucking monster and then like we're in between tables or we're like refilling our drinks and talking about how shitty Cody is and how we can't wait for Justine or for Justine for Christine to leave <laughs> oh my god and Amanda and Jody keep calling you uh, I know and I Justine. know whoops yeah I, that made me laugh when I heard that too. But yeah, so we're like, you know, we're waiting for our food to come up in the window to take for our tables. And we're like, oh my God, Christine is just like a queen and she needs to leave Jody or oh, geez, Louise Cody. Because <laughs> he's a monster. And we hate him so much. And like it was just so much it's so much fun to have someone to talk to about trash TV. And that's why I love talking to you. And then I also love talking about this on our podcast because I know other people are just as obsessed with the shit shows as we are and it's fun to talk about it
0: yes I agree I don't I honestly like don't know what I did before podcasting seriously like who did I talk about all of this stuff with was I just like alone with my own thoughts
1: I don't know I hate it like even when I go to the grocery store or when I'm doing anything I have one earbud in I'm listening to something I'm laughing to myself like an idiot at whatever the hosts are saying I can't be by myself with my thoughts anymore it's uncomfortable it's the silence is strange. I love having podcasts. I feel bad for anyone that doesn't listen to podcasts, honestly.
0: Yeah, I agree it's with like, that.
1: And I've made so many friends. Like I've got you and Amanda in Canada. I've made friends with Jody. I've like you know, you I've made friends with Melinda. Melinda's still one of my best friends. She lives in Florida. Like you make these friends all over the country or all over the place. Mm-hmm. And it is so much fun. You just have this like connection together.
0: I still yeah, think we need to do like, like, like that podcast one getaway. Yeah, I agree with that. That'd be and so much fun. I definitely want to come to Colorado and see you. Like that's somewhere I've are always you? wanted to go. And so, I mean, hey, every everywhere it. is better than Ontario right now. So.
1: Oh, I bet you guys are locked down still. Do you know how long you're going to yeah, be locked down for?
0: We're reopening in like a couple weeks, but then it's like you know at. 50, at 25 percent capacity and all this bullshit like it's it's insane
1: yeah I am um, we're supposed to be able to stop the, with the mask mandate um at the end of this month and I'm really hoping that we can because waiting tables is not easy we we are in a small restaurant but we're pretty damn busy and so you know, having that mask on and running back and forth for hours is very difficult. But I also definitely feel like I don't make nearly as much money as when there weren't masks. I like to make great eye contact with Mm -hmm. people and smile and have facial expression. And I feel like, you know, you just can't show that expression through a mask. And it almost makes people feel disconnected from you. So I have noticed that I used to make more money without the mask. So I'm crossing my fingers, That the end of this month is the end of the mask mandate for our county because it was started, it started at the end of November and was supposed to end like the first week of January. And then they pushed it back to the end of January. So I'm just crossing my fingers that they lift it so I can actually breathe while I'm working and that I can connect with my customers better and make more money. But Mm -hmm. they have like everything shut down right now, right? For you guys.
0: Yeah, you can go to a restaurant if you sit outside on the patio, which is insane because freezing. Today's like -5 degrees Celsius if anyone it's wants ge- to look up that conversion oh cuz I don't so know cold. the Fahrenheit. But um but they, they, of course, they have heaters and like tents and stuff. And people will still go. Like us Canadians will still go and have a drink and anything. Yeah. To support like a local business or something. And of course, you can get takeout, but there's no indoor dining right now. Uh, um, and so these bars that are open, they have to shut down by like nine o'clock at night. Like it's the only things that are open right now for you to do is go to the grocery store or like a oh, pharmacy. Wow.
1: Yeah, we see it wasn't like that for long in Colorado, but we did have a time where everything was completely shut down like that. And the the outdoor dining indoor always kind of made me laugh because they they put up these igloo looking thing looking tents. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, OK, you can't dine inside of the building, but you can dine outside of the building inside of a tent.
0: Yeah, like,
1: <laughs> that just didn't make sense to me. It's a smaller space. And it just seems like you'd be safer inside in a larger area with a lot of airflow, con- air conditioner, or whatever. That It just didn't make... It's like you can't dine inside, but you can dine inside outside. Yeah. Then you can. It's just... It's weird.
0: Like the craziest thing that happened was last summer. It was my friend's birthday and her birthday's um at the very end of June. So like hot summer and things yeah. were just starting to open. We went to a local brewery. And there it was like patio only, same thing. And we she had reserved two tables for all of the friends, and they they knew it was one big group, so they kind of put the tables like as close as possible together. And of course, we were all like getting up to go to the other table and like all switching spots so we could all like hang out and yeah. whatever and the servers kept coming over and they were like if we see you guys get up one more time without your mask to literally walk a foot
1: uh-huh. like
0: when you have your drink in your hand and stuff like everyone's drinking and it's like are you serious what is putting my mask on to walk for one foot to sit down and take it off it's just so I feel insane the I just- same
1: exact way like people have to wear their mask To inside of the restaurant like I don't want I don't want anybody to be pissed at me and say I don't take COVID seriously and stuff like that but when you honestly look at it it doesn't make much common sense like if you have to put your mask on to walk into the restaurant and then as soon as you sit down at your table you take your mask off you eat you drink you talk you've got your mask off you're breathing for the next hour and a half while you eat but then if you have to go to the bathroom you need to put your mask on to walk to the bathroom it doesn't fucking make sense
0: no, it it, it doesn't makes make no sense. sense.
1: And then for servers, it's like okay, there's 80 people in this restaurant right now that do not have masks on. But my, I as a server, so me, the other server, the bartender, they have to wear. Those three people need to wear their masks. But the other 80 people in the restaurant are fine. Do and they then not only that do they have
0: to wear it walking into <clears throat> their table, or they don't have to wear one at all.
1: They're supposed to. But, but I don't, there's I'm no – you guys are strict about it. I'm not like, hey, put your mask on to walk these five feet to the table. Cause oh, because here it's restaurant. like
0: you will not get let into the restaurant. You will not get served. Also, you have to show proof of both vaccinations. If you oh don't have gosh. that, you can't get into the restaurant. Yeah.
1: Wow. I feel like a lot of places here are wanting it to go in that direction, but it's not – and I just – I'm ready for it to be open, over because – you know and I keep I I make the joke. I'm like, "Oh, you can only get COVID if you're standing. Like if you're sitting at your table, there's a protective yeah. bubble around you. You're fine." But because I'm standing and walking, and then I also said, I was telling someone the other day, I'm like, "I get closer to my customers with a mask on than I would ever get." to them without the mask because, because you can't hear
0: you can't and hear like them. like uh, yeah you literally can't And hear you can't read it. their
1: lips like and they can't read your lips like yes. a lo- I think a lot of people don't realize how much um you read lips
0: mm-hmm. with
1: someone yes. and so like you know I have to get I typically would be 2 feet away from a customer You know, but now I'm like almost side by side with them because it's again, it's a small restaurant when you get a lot of people in there and we're a sports bar and the TVs are going and stuff. You can't hear shit. So I'm probably six to eight inches away from them so that I can hear them when I'm taking their order. I would never be that close to them without a mask. Mm-hmm. i 'd be a good two feet or so away, so it 's like i 'm getting closer to them than I would ever get before it just it 's so many things that don 't make sense and yes i I believe that covid is a thing, and it 's something that a lot of people should be taking seriously, especially if they have pre existing conditions and they 're at a high risk and all of that but I't know it 's been a long two years, and I think a lot of people are just tired,
0: yeah, the way I look at it is where I live, we keep doing the lockdown, the opening up, the lockdown, the open, it's just too much. And everyone has done everything that they could possibly do. Like 95% of people from where I live, I would say are vaccinated. I'm fully Mm -hmm. vaccinated. And like I said, all these businesses were like, you have to show proof of vaccination to get in. They still locked us down. Nothing's Mm -hmm. working. I've I've complied to like all the rules. I barely saw anybody during any of this. And it's like, I did travel though. And, but it's like, you add at a point, you have to get live your life. Yeah. You have to just, you have, you know what I mean? The account, like, it's just horrible. I could it's, go on about it for forever. Oh, I know. I feel the same
1: way. And it's, I, it's frustrating because it feels like they keep moving the goalpost. It's like, mm-hmm. do the two week quarantine and then things will go back to normal. Well, that was two years ago, you know, like, and then, oh, okay, well, after the two-week quarantine, now we're gonna do this. Now we're gonna do masks. Now we're gonna do vaccinations. Now we're gonna do boosters. Now we're gonna do whatever. They keep moving. It's like being on a treadmill, like a never-ending treadmill. Like we're trying to catch that re- that carrot at the end of the treadmill, and it's like you. It doesn't matter. They keep moving the goalpost, and you're you just feels like never-ending. It's it's depressing for people. My heart is broken when I think about people who've lost loved ones who were visiting them through windows who watched their great grandma die alone. Like, I don't know. I, I probably, we probably should move on. It is something that's definitely affecting everyone. And I just, I feel like I'm ready for some normalcy. Like, amen. Oof, it's awful. But <clears throat> so yeah, life has been crazy. <laughs> we went to the zoo yesterday and um, that was nice because it was cold out and it was a free zoo day. So Every year, like a couple times a year, they'll do a free day at the zoo or a free day at the museum or whatever. And typically, you have to sign up for that ahead of time. There's a lot of people that will go, but yesterday it was a free day and like nobody was there because it's winter. A lot of the animals are hibernating, and it was cold and a little bit windy yesterday, so a lot of people didn't come, which was amazing. Um, So we went with our friends and their kids and uh, their. Our friends' parents. So it was a big group of us and it was fun. We still got to see a lot of animals. Our friends had met somebody that works at the zoo that gave us like a little behind the scenes of the reptile area, which was really cool. I never thought I would be so close to a king cobra. Uh, We were in the back area. So there's like the, you know, super locked up venomous enclosure that's list noted and everything but on the top of the enclosure was like a wire top so i'm literally standing there and i'm looking down through the wires at a king cobra i never in my life imagined i would be so close to something i think is so beautiful and so dangerous it was amazing i was probably a foot away from a king cobra looking down on it
0: did you try to talk to it like harry potter (laughs)
1: <laughs> no, I just I was like gosh you're so beautiful like I saw such. okay cool that stuff. would
0: freak me out like I know that you <clears throat> love this shit but yeah. I'm not into it it would I would I don't know I'd be scared of it I think it's
1: completely locked down like it but they're like don't put your hand anywhere near this because it isn't a wire coat like there is a chance that something could happen to you but just being so close to it something so powerful and so beautiful was really amazing. I got to see Gaboon Viper, which are, are my favorite venomous snake. They're so gorgeous. Um just lots of cool stuff. And just seeing the behind the scenes of how they feed them and take care of them and all that. Um they had like quarts of cow's blood for the vampire bats. It's just cool. It was really cool. Nice. So I honestly think that when you come to visit us and we show you like one of our sweetest ball pythons, you'll be like, oh It's so sweet. (laughs) Ball pythons are really cool because they're not a big snake. They're not a small snake. And they do have personalities. Like, I think that you'll probably like them if
0: you get to know them. They're sweet. Uh, I'll take your word for it, I suppose. I just... We'll see. I don't like snakes. I don't like spiders. I don't... Oh okay, like that Billie Eilish video where she has the tarantula just like crawling all over her face, and she's yeah. just like singing, and
1: <sighs> and Alex told me that was a real spider, and like yeah, she had it was it, it came out of her mouth too. Yeah. It wasn't CGI. It was
0: yeah, yeah, it was real. She wanted to do a real spider. I don't. Yeah,
1: I mean, it's a Not really beautiful things. visual. Absolutely amazing visual. I don't think I'd put one in my mouth, but
0: yeah, I don't think I you would know. either.
1: I don't know I think it's cool I think um I think but that's cool awesome. though
0: because I like zoos I like going to the zoo a uh, couple of years ago we have like this drive-through zoo here called the African Lion Safari Ooh,
1: Cool. and
0: yeah you just go and it's like I don't know it's not that long if it's not busy it's maybe like 20 minutes if there's nice. no house there but like you just drive through and the lions are all just like laying in the sun and you know you get like Aww. a couple feet away from them there's like giraffes and zebras and
1: oh yeah they had like this giraffe house where you get to go in and like oh god they're so tall and beautiful um <clears throat> i spent a few minutes just looking at a beautiful baboon no not a baboon a gorilla. And it was so close to me on the other side of the glass. R. A. P. Harambe. Oh, yeah, dicks out for Harambe. <laughs> um, I just it was so beautiful. And I was like, I I don't I mean the evolution is so clear because their ears the cartilage their ears look exactly like our ears like the cartilage i mean down to like the lines in their fingers and their fingernails and toenails and their chest and they're just so many features are so Mm human-like it was just amazing i oh
0: gorgeous
1: dude i remember
0: in like grade 10 science class we had to go to the toronto zoo for like a project and I remember and you know, we're we're dumbass teenagers. We were all standing there like laughing at the gorillas behind the enclosure, and I swear to god they knew. Oh. They were like coming up and like banging on the thing. Like they it's scary.
1: Oh my gosh. Um I'm gonna I don't know if you can see how you well you can see this on camera, but this is a good I can see picture. it, yeah. Isn't that beautiful? Yeah. They're the pattern It's still a like, snake though. <laughs> it's just so gorgeous like and but these things will fuck you up like you will lose a hand but they're beautiful i don't know i'm just in awe of of animals in general the giraffes were gorgeous like oh the tiger was beautiful we got to see the tiger eat it was like feeding day so that was really cool they just throw the whole like femur wrapped in paper like they just got it from the from Joe's meat shop down the road. They just throw the whole thing in the paper because the tiger loves to open it like a present, like pull all the paper, it likes the sound of it. It's just like you're such a cat because my cat would be the same way. Like, let me play in this paper. Let me play with this paper, like with this bag, you know, let me hop in this box. It's just so fun. And they're so beautiful. Oh, it was awesome. I haven't been in the zoo in a long time. I really enjoyed myself and I got a lot of steps in. So there's that too. That
0: nice yeah um, my
1: calves are killing me so
0: speaking of tigers and cats um have you seen the trailer for the tiger king limited series that's coming out
1: no I think they're it's doing another series.
0: one no 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 it's it's like an acted one so kate mckinnon oh. is playing carol baskin and no it's i like- haven't seen that it's gonna be like a comedy acted show. I it, I saw like a thirty second teaser trailer. I don't I don't think it's Isn't gonna it a be a Netflix, Netflix thing? thing. I think it oh might, okay no, I think it might be like Hulu or something like that. But okay, um, but either way, I might watch that.
1: I don't know. Cause I know that they I'll came watch, out with yeah. Tiger King season two. And I was like, I'm so uninterested. That I, I
0: watched the first like two or three episodes and then I remember watching it one night and I fell asleep and I just never turned it back on again. And then yeah. they came out with the Doc Antle story and I was like, I'm gonna watch this. Was Same it good? thing. No, I fell asleep during the first episode okay. and just like never turned it on again. But I feel like I would with that one because it's about him being like a cult leader and how all these girls like kind of fell under his spell oh, and stuff. And I'm into that shit. So maybe yeah. I'll, I'll throw that on one day, but there's just so like, they could do that in one hour long. Doc- yeah, like one you know document. what I mean? Yes. And I it's agree. like six episodes. Like wh- when am I going to sit through this? We don't you know? care
1: that much about Doc Antle. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. I I don't know. I might watch the scripted one. That might be interesting. I, I will never forget the footage in tiger king of when that guy shot himself and the security camera like caught the other the guys, guy's like, reaction. reaction oh that like will stay with me forever that was crazy
0: yeah that was fucked up
1: yeah well let's talk a little bit about 90 day fiance this is the newest episode that just aired today we have discovery plus so we're like really vip and we already watched it um What's the name of it? I know. Episode? I was like,
0: it's like, are you going to watch it before we record? Because I need to either Limit watch it with well, or you not it. because <laughs> it's going to get stuck in my head. And I'm so glad we did because it was really good.
1: I know. So I'm up at like 9 a.m. Half asleep. I was so tired yesterday because we've been cold. We've all had a cold for like the entire week, but I've still, you know, been up and running errands and like getting cough medicine and doing all the things. And it's not COVID because we tested Alex. Um, and he was negative, and we all had the same symptoms. Alex got us sick, so whatever Alex has is, mm-hmm. is what it is. Um, but I, what is the name of this episode? Let me open up my Discovery Plus app. This was a good one. I love Before the 90 Days. I love seeing the other countries and the other experiences that people are having.
0: Okay, so I have a question because, as you know, I am newer to the 90 Day franchise. But okay. Do they go, so do some couples go to just like 90 Day Fiance and then the ones that don't make it don't or like how does that all work?
1: So 90 Day Fiance was the, of course, the original Before the 90 Days came after that as a spinoff. So sometimes people will be on Before the 90 Days and then they will transition to 90 Day. Mm -hmm. And sometimes people just go straight to 90 Day and there's not a Before the 90 Days crossover of that. So... It just kind of depends. Um, I like I like I said, I like 90 before the 90 days. I love seeing people in different countries. That That's another reason why I like the other way a lot, too. I like to see the Americans in the culture shock. So that's always fun to watch. This was a uh, season five episode seven of before the 90 days. Never have I ever. Never have I ever.
0: <laughs> Never have know I ever.
1: Yes. Yeah. Um, so let's start with Gino and Jasmine. She is freaking crazy pants. We all know that. Her friends throw a divorce party for her. And she tells Gino he's not allowed, no men allowed. She goes, because there's a curfew where they are. So instead of going out to a bar or something, they her friends just get another room at the same hotel. And they go over there and they drink and they hang out. And it's like her and a, a couple of girlfriends and obviously like a gay best friend. And they're all getting together and talking and laughing. And then a stripper shows up. Mm -hmm. So he's dressed like a military guy. He's pretty hot.
0: Yeah, he was hot. Not going to lie. He was was hot. Yeah,
1: he was pretty hot. So (laughs) and the whole time that she's getting this lap dance and she's drinking and she's having a good time. And this is a divorce party celebrating her final divorce from someone she's been separated from from like five years. Um. All I could think about watching this half-naked dude grind on her was she would lose her fucking mind if Gino did this.
0: Yes, that's that's exactly what I thought the entire time. If Gino had a little divorce party and same thing, this this whole entire show is just double standards in my opinion. Absolutely. Because almost almost every single one of the couples, I was thinking like, If it was the other way around, this would be viewed a lot differently. than You know what I mean? We'll get to it, but I thought the exact same thing. And um, I'm happy that this girl's into it, though. What do you think of divorce parties? Because there was this episode of Real Housewives of Atlanta and Phaedra Parks, like they all threw her a divorce party when her and Apollo got divorced. Uh And she walked in and she was like, no this is not it's divorce and breaking up a family is not something to celebrate but she's also Mm -hmm. like super christian and religious so yeah what do you think of uh divorce parties
1: i agree with that like my divorce was super traumatic and devastating to my child and to myself it's not something i wanted to party to celebrate it was mourning to me i felt like i was mourning the death of my marriage of what I thought was my family of what I thought my future would be. So but I can understand how some people who maybe had a bad experience in their marriage and they wanted to get out or they were maybe if they were abused or something, they maybe wanted to celebrate the end of that chapter. For me, no, it wasn't a party, but I don't know. I see how some people would would, would want to celebrate something like that. But I wouldn't. I think it's sad. I think divorce is sad.
0: I agree with you, Um, especially, you know, you go into that with, like, the full intention that you're going to be with this person for the rest of your life. So I could totally Mm -hmm. see that side. But I kind of like the way that Jasmine explained it here. Like, it's more about the actual – process of the divorce being stressful. And yeah, obviously, she's an emotional person, right? And she said, Mm -hmm. like, I don't even know how many times I could count the breakdowns that I've had during the process of the divorce and all that stuff. So it's just like a stress relief that it's oh, let's celebrate that all of that stuff's over. Right.
1: Yeah. For her, I don't think it was a celebration of her marriage ending. I think it was because she said they were separated for like five years and it just took years for the divorce to finalize. That's different. That's like the ending of the paperwork, the ending of the court dates, the Mm -hmm. ending of all of that versus the ending of a marriage itself. So if you see it that way, I totally understand it. Um, And it was, a, it looked like a fun little party. It was just a few of her friends drinking and everything and the stripper. It was and,
0: harmless. I, yeah. I think that absolutely everything she did was harmless and okay. I obviously, I don't have a problem with strippers. They're a form of <laughs> entertainment and just like anything yeah. else in this world. Just she didn't do a anything time. wrong. It was just, like you said, the double standard because mm-hmm. if Gino did that, she would, and especially how they came into his room and woke him up and like.
1: Yeah. Well, they didn't wake
0: him up, but it, well, but I love it how they insane. kept
1: flashing to Gino, who's just like, doo, 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 doo. well, I guess I'll pack a bag. Dude, when they what first walked in, I he do? was
0: loving his life. When they poured him a glass of champagne, he was like,
1: yeah, holy
0: fuck, like, I he have was friends? excited
1: that they wanted to like include him, even though it was the end of the night. They still got they wanted to include him on their party, and and then the friend shows the video of. Jasmine getting her lap dance from this half-naked stripper. And something I liked about Gino is he did get upset. And so it became awkward and the friends left. They're like, okay, we're out of here. We're not doing this. Now, he was upset at the fact that he felt like they rubbed it in his face. He was not upset at the fact that it happened. He was like, okay, you know, you're with your friends. You're having a good time. You're celebrating And you're getting a lap dance with a stripper, that's fine. But you don't need to bring it in and put it literally in my face Mm -hmm. and show me the video of my future wife getting grinded on by a half naked stripper. And I totally understood that. I was like, that's fine. He's like, you don't, you can just keep it to yourself. You don't have to tell me about it and you don't have to rub it in my face. I thought that was, I could totally, you know, relate to that. That would be fine.
0: Yeah. I agree with, I totally agree with Gino. However, if I were him, I'd be like, What is wrong with you? You need to... Chill the fuck out, because imagine how it would be if I did this to you. It's and it would be one of those things if they were the type of couple that like laughed at stuff like that. Because there are couples I think that would find that funny if they were like, "Oh, look at her getting a lap dance." Right. But obvi- they're obviously not the Obviously, they're not that kind of couple. So
1: no, because, it was yeah, I get it is it
0: so bizarre. It,
1: Jasmine's it's- in a gym on national TV, screaming and crying about the colors of paint on walls of a home she's never been to yeah so to to come and shout like and tell him about the stripper and show a video and stuff like that is absurd. I love how you
0: wrote by the way you're like I show this to my husband so that he realizes how sane I am <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, on uh, Wrestling Bitch Pod Instagram, there was a meme that was really funny. And it was uh, it was a picture of Jasmine like in that moment crying with the mascara screaming down her face. And yeah, that was my ca- my caption was like, I sh- I love making my husband watch this show because I look so sane in comparison. <laughs> There's so many times that I look at him and I'm like, you are so lucky to have me. He's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> like, imagine it's, who I could be. Oh, my God. It's
0: just yeah. such a bizarre thing, too, because you think, like, just physically with the way they look that she would be like, I am I have no reason to be jealous and stuff. But yeah. even her friends were like, she's a fucking crazy bitch, you know? Like, yeah, they knew it. They told it, her so. to her
1: face, like, you're yeah. crazy. You're super jealous. Like, she was telling them how she got all upset about the paint colors and all the decorations around the house that are of his ex-wife and they literally said to her face like you're crazy you are too much you are too jealous so at least her friends are holding her accountable and they're not like egging her on or in her corner about it they know and she knows she knows but she's okay with it i guess
0: and the preview for next week shit's gonna go down because it looks like she noticed that he was dming I don't know if it was his ex-wife or just, like, a random girl, but oof. Can't wait to see her reaction I, I to I can't that. wait till
1: they bring up the point where it's revealed that he sent Jasmine's nudes to another girl. Like, look what I've got. She's so much hotter than you.
0: Did I you know like, that happens? No, I didn't know that happens. But, oh, but, yeah. But I kind of feel like Jasmine might like that, though. Hmm.
1: In the preview, she's very upset. Okay. So I don't know. I'm excited for that. I think that Gino's definitely a bigger creep than we know in the show. Um. So I'm excited to see that revealed.
0: Yeah. But there, there's. Uh, well, yeah. I'm excited to keep watching this. See. I was happy go.
1: that Jasmine like acknowledged that what they did was hurtful to him, and she apologized to him. So that's yeah. nice to see. Yeah. yeah. That was good. Um Caleb and Alina. Wow. I did not
0: <laughs> First of all, you saw Alina's uh
1: Yeah, all of her post from
0: 2014, shit. right?
1: Yeah.
0: Her she wrote the N-word probably five hundred times in one Facebook post. Bad.
1: She knew better. She, I don't call I call bullshit on not knowing better, please. Yeah,
0: D- David and I said this on Friends of the Countess like reality TV and not even that, but like social media within reality TV is not new anymore. No. It's like if you know you're going on TV, just give yourself a quick little Google search. It's not that hard. De- delete like, everything. Dude, if I was going on anything, I would be like, and not that I have stuff like this out there. Like, trust no. me, I don't. But like, I'd probably just, delete just everything for in just in case. Just for like something, embar- like an embarrassing picture of me from yeah. like years ago, like anything, you know? Give yourself a little search. It's not that hard. <laughs> oh,
1: for, I would never be on TV, but yeah, I don't know. Um, I She's a moron because she had reposted something, and that's how all of this even came up. She reposted something from years ago, and like people may not have ever even bothered to go that far back in her history to find this stuff, but she really screwed herself over. I don't even want to talk about that stuff because it's just so absurd and it's upsetting and it's like to play the victim like oh I didn't know I'm Russian fuck off you know that you shouldn't say the n-word like come on yeah, every it, fucking buddy knows it was
0: that. yeah the, that post was from 2014 <clears throat> it wasn't from
1: that's not even that long ago like It's is like, like, it like 1995 the fi- the it doesn't matter pattern. like come on <laughs> yeah Anyways, here's the crazy thing. So they Elijah, Caleb, and Alina go out to dinner at this, like, really beautiful restaurant with a beautiful view. And it is revealed to us that Elijah has a key to their room, and he walked in on them having sex. So <laughs> instead of going, oh, my God, realizing that you walked in on someone and leaving, he's, like, standing there staring. And Caleb's like, why are you staring? And he goes, oh, I'm just checking your body. And then he leaves. So... Can you imagine, this is another double standard moment, can you imagine if a straight man walked in on people having sex and was standing there staring at the woman naked and was like, oh, it's okay, I'm just looking at your body, I'm just checking you out, and stood there holding their gaze for a few minutes and then walked away. Yeah. He'd be Uh, fucking arrested. 100% agree with you.
0: And it would be one thing if, like, Elijah and Caleb had this kind of like, I don't know if they kind of had a relationship that was like that where they were like, teasing each other and kind of like flirty. Yeah, it does happen in a lot of times where like, the boyfriend gets along really well with the gay best friend. And it's like an ongoing joke, like whatever. But they don't like each other like no. at all so that's yeah i totally agree with you it it's reminded so me of Bama shore when nilsa like stares at jeremiah naked in the shower
1: it's so creepy and yeah. i feel like if maybe okay what what if i walked in on one of my best friends having sex and i was like hey girl you look good and then i was like leaving that's one thing but yeah. like you said that's like you have a relationship or you're like i mean just being funny or cheering if everyone was or,
0: like drunk and it was a thing and you guys all get along out and have an understanding but they have but no they don't understanding even like each other yeah election
1: <laughs> caleb don't even like each other and to just be a creep and be standing there and be like oh i'm just looking at your body it's okay again a, a straight man would never get away with this like mm-hmm. it would be the creepiest thing ever the cops would be called like charges would be filed like this shit would never go down that way and you know but Elijah's getting away with it and it's awkward. They're sitting at dinner and they're saying, you know, and Caleb's like, why did you even come in? He's like, well, I had a key and I forgot my brush. And he's like, why do you need to brush your hair in the middle of the night? I don't know. I don't know if it was on purpose that he walked in. I don't know. But it was totally inappropriate. It's one of those things
0: that like it could have been edited to make it seem like it was actually the middle of the night, but it was really like a decent time. Like it could have been anything, but. Well, either him, way like, it's why weird in the why
1: the so late at night do you need your brush i i don't know it was stupid but it was totally inappropriate and i would have been pissed i don't know i know that we we've, we've if heard you
0: from- have the key to somebody's house or anything like that I, i'm sorry unless like they're on vacation and it's your job to like go check up on the house or something like that. Yes. Like, you, f- if you, you fucking text them and be like, yeah. is it okay if I come by right now?
1: You don't just go, well, I have a key that gives me an all access. Yes, pass. yes, yeah. No, you're right. Unless you're like, maybe you're stopping in to check on the cats or, yes, you know, like make sure that everything's cool or turn on a light in the house so just nobody thinks that no one's here. Like, mm-hmm. that's one thing, but you don't just walk in just because you have a key. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I. Th- I think, I think a lot of people love elijah and i think he's somebody who completely oversteps their boundaries and
0: i don't like any of them i don't, I don't like, like any, any of either. the three of them
1: <laughs> well we know from a, a sort of inside outside source that caleb is a horrible person but if we, we know to go, from a
0: source from a source yeah pretty
1: much we have a friend who has a friend yeah (laughs) on the inside so we know that caleb's a horrible person but if we are to go strictly by what we're seeing on the show Mm -hmm. i would say that i like caleb more than any of them and of any of those three in the storyline i like caleb more than alina and more than elijah if we're going strictly by what we're seeing on the show
0: I, i could see that yeah yeah i, agree I mean because i agreed with what everything he said in this episode so me too yeah so they play this game. i totally
1: agreed
0: they play this game and then obviously <laughs> this is where it comes out that she is still living with her ex-boyfriend and she hasn't told him and elijah tells her like Never have I ever been keeping a secret from the guy I've known for 13 years. And obviously, if you're Caleb, you'd be like, excuse me.
1: Yeah, exactly. Same
0: thing. If it was the other way around, a guy was keeping a secret from Mm -hmm. the girlfriend, he would be seen to be as this huge fucking douchebag asshole. And Mm -hmm. he had every right to say, I don't know if we're going to continue this after this because I don't even know what the secret is yet. And she's like, what do you mean? You knew me before that. And he's like, yeah, but I didn't know you had this secret. Like, I agree. I I don't even know what the secret
1: is. Well, and not only that, but yes, you have known each other online since MySpace days. Who fucking cares? You've only Mm -hmm. known each other in person for one week. You guys live literally across the world from each other. And you have, and Alina has, specific needs- and disabilities. And yes, she's a strong independent woman. She does a lot of things on her own, but the bottom line is she needs a lot of help in her life. She couldn't Mm -hmm. even come on a trip without her best friend to help her. So that's a lot to take in and think about. And you can't expect someone to say, yes, we've spent one week together. I want to spend the rest of my life with you. I'll move to Russia. You move to America. Let's do this thing. That's not fair. You would never say that to someone you met on the street from in one week. And you shouldn't say that to Elijah or to Caleb either after a Mm -hmm. week. Yep. But I also understand wanting to kind of know where you stand because you are having a long distance relationship and it is difficult. I understand that point too, but I did think it was interesting that Alina is suddenly so upset. She thinks that Elijah really crossed the line in bringing up her secret at this dinner And she's upset and she thinks that that's something that they should have had talked about in a private conversation. It's like, oh, really, Alina? Kind of like the 10 other times that Elijah in this uh, in this sequence has overstepped the line and, you know, your friends are making things uncomfortable and trying to talk about personal things that you and Caleb should be discussing in private. Hmm, Funny how this is the time that you're upset about it when it's your secret and it's your issue. All yeah. of a sudden that's the time that you're upset about it.
0: Yep. A hundred percent agree with you. I
1: don't know. I feel I feel like she's not as likable as I was hoping she would be.
0: No. I I mean you want But maybe that's for the her. outside
1: influences of knowing what she's done and said in the past. Maybe exactly. that's that. yeah
0: yeah totally and like it's one of those things like you want to root for her but at the same time like i don't know i don't like any of them the whole situation is just stupid like if Mm -hmm. a guy is saying to you well i don't really know how i feel about you yet dude because we got like a week and a half left then it's like okay bye like why are you begging this guy you're not like 18 year old chelsea on teen mom you know what and I it's mean okay.
1: like it's okay for him not to know again you haven't even
0: met him until right now so I know and you've clearly been banging like you've clearly had boyfriends and been banging other dudes that whole time like you'll yeah. be fine without him just the whole, the whole thing's stupid but at the same yeah. time I'm excited to see where it goes
1: <laughs> I don't I definitely don't think they're gonna end up together but no. it is fun to watch yeah no. Um, I'm interested to see what their relationship will look like once Elijah leaves because this is Elijah's last night. Mm -hmm. So once he's gone, I wonder what the dynamic will be between the two of them for the next week or so. Just the two of them.
0: Yeah. I'm interested in that. And at the restaurant, by the way, she ordered like a pina colada or something like that. And sorry, Mm -hmm. I'm going to ruin pina coladas for everyone right now. But I can never drink one of those ever again because I was watching – I think it was Hot Girls Wanted turned on, like the Netflix show. I think it was uh. one of those episodes. And I discovered that when they do porn, like photo shoots, they use pina colada mix as like <gasps> a prop for what the guy's jizz no. They were like squirting pina colada mix like all over this girl's face oh for like God. a picture. So every time I see that, I'm like... <laughs> it's a porn prop anyway oh
1: my god i did not know that and that is really grossing me out <laughs> wow that's it makes sense though as i'm kind of recalling what that looks like in porn yeah, yeah. i see it and it, it it's disturbing but i'm sure it's true wow it
0: also just shows you everything in porn is fake bullshit everything yep
1: Anyways. all right well glad to uh ruin your porn for today this sunday yeah
0: and your pina colada mix sorry if oh you're yes planning on drinking so if you're drinking one while you're listening to this
1: <laughs> sorry for your luck yeah um so hamza and memphis it is so hard to watch them try to communicate it with each other they're like cavemen um you this i that yes mm-hmm. no sexy time um yeah it's crazy they're going to the embassy they need to get the approval for marriage Hansa had nothing planned he called his friend his friend forgot his car insurance he's like oh five minutes five minutes someone's gonna bring it to me so of course they're sitting there in the car for like an hour and the person still has not shown up with the the car insurance information and Memphis is just getting more and more pissed she's you know, telling him we're not going to make it. It's a two hour drive, which I don't know why they didn't just plan on going the next day anyways. Why try to get there, you know, 20 minutes or 30 minutes before they close and try to hurry up and do all your paperwork? Why not just do what they ended up doing? Go out there, spend the night, go the next day when you have plenty of time and you're close and it's less stressful. So, I mean, by the time they get there, it's going
0: to be closed. There's something super off about her. Like, I know that you really liked her, but, like, you can't tell me this isn't weird. Like, why does she want to marry this guy? A, she can't communicate with him. hmm He lasts 30 seconds in bed, and he lied to her about his age.
1: Yeah, he did lie. So, I don't know. Like, I, I think he's a handsome guy, and I think that through translators, they probably have good conversation. Whatever. But... She is obviously very screwed up in the love department. She's desperate to have a family, a, quote, family. Um, She was in and out of foster care. She has these two kids. She wants that family situation. She wants a father for her kids, a family home life, someone that loves her to go to bed with every night. We all understand that. But hello, this is another situation with a beautiful woman with a career who's smart and hardworking and strong and resilient. And she can find a man within a five-mile radius, a good Mm -hmm. man. So, again, it's trying to have like this fairy tale of love across the world and following her heart. And it's ridiculous and it's unnecessary. So she is very likable in a sense. But then in another way, she's very unlikable because she's just so oblivious to how her trauma is pushing her in this situation.
0: Yeah, it's it's such a fucked up thing to watch because I don't think this guy even necessarily cares about the green card because he seems too dumb to even like care about it that much. And same with his family too. His family is kind of like, they seem content with where they live and- they don't seem like they're super like up her ass and obsessed with her like Asin's family was where it's like
1: right? you're giving us
0: money and we have to like suck up to you kind of thing you know it, i don't get that vibe from them i just think that um he is strictly thinking with his dick oh that's absolutely. the vibe that i get he thinks oh yeah. she's a beautiful like american woman and she's got curves and like the girls here don't necessarily look like that and I think he's strictly thinking with his dick, and I think exactly what Well, and the girls, like,
1: they are not having sex before marriage for the most part. They're, you know, going with the Muslim tradition, and...
0: They can't even show their hair there. Like... (laughs) I know. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, I definitely think he's thinking with his dick, for sure. And I think that she's thinking with this fairy tale... I don't know what she's thinking with, but it's not her brain. And, again, people... There are so many good people out there. I literally could set a dating app to a five-mile radius, and I could find, find a good man mm-hmm. in, let's let's call it 15 dates. I could find a good man in, like, I could date 15 men in a five-mile radius, and I can find a good one. So stop thinking that you can't find a good man, or you have to go somewhere else. There's no good men in America. There's no good men in your state, in your city, in your town, whatever, there are and love is a choice and you choose who you love mm-hmm. i truly and completely believe that so i it upsets me when i see women like memphis and i'm like you could find a good man in your area and just get like forget all of this this is not worth it you guys do not have a deep spiritual connection you can't even have a conversation mm-hmm. so I don't know. And what was funny to me is like, what kind of friend is driving? He's two hours to the airport each way and two hours to the embassy. Like this random friend is just dropping everything he's doing to come give Hamza and his American girlfriend a ride is he paying him is the show paying him is he getting a free hotel room out of this is he doing the full ride back i I don't understand who this friend is i don't have friends like this
0: i thought that the people in the different countries didn't get paid for the show like only the americans get paid right
1: that makes sense maybe not i'm not sure so
0: maybe uh he probably just wanted to be on tv He probably just and maybe that's why he's he stirred up the drama for getting his insurance.
1: He's like driving both ways for to the airport. That's four hours or so, you know, two hours to the embassy, two hours back. Then what? Is he coming back to pick them up and bring them home? Like it's crazy to me. He's either a good friend or he loves being on TV. It's one of the two. We're both.
0: We're both, yeah. Um,
1: but the hotel they're staying at is amazing. This looks like a brand new townhouse that they're staying in. It yeah. is so nice. It's really nice. Um, they get a drink, which is interesting to see a drink. He definitely seems to be pretty progressive and not very religious because he's drinking. And he says that he doesn't drink often and only with special people, which makes Memphis smile and feel all special. And then she's telling him, like, if we don't get married on this trip, we're not going to be in a relationship when I go back to America. I do not want to do the long distance thing. It's too hard. I'm not continuing it if we don't get married. And then Hamza See, asked her she a doesn't great give a question fuck about
0: him. She doesn't want to. She wants to get him. married. He just wants to have a husband.
1: Well, Hamza says, "Do you like Hamza or marriage? <laughs> what do you love? Do you love me <laughs> Hamza or marriage? Or marriage? Yeah, exactly. And that, it's perfect. It's a perfect question. He's he's mad he says that he's pissed off because he thinks that she cares more about the papers than about being with him and he's not wrong Mm
0: -hmm. yeah he's not she
1: she thinks that if they get married and they have these papers then that changes everything and they are on this whole other bond and this whole different thing and unfortunately that's not really it doesn't make you feel different and secure she is she is picturing like this difference this commitment the security that is going to happen when they sign those papers and that's just not how it works yeah. you should feel the commitment and the dedication you should feel all of those things and then you get the paperwork to legally solidify it but you don't get the paperwork to solidify the relationship to it doesn't work that way
0: yeah I agree with that I think it's one of those things that like you're trying too hard to find it so you never will kind of thing yeah I know that's so cliche like it always comes when you're not looking but Mm -hmm. it's the truth she's looking too hard she's trying too hard I think that they'd be fine if they were like if it was more of like a jovi yara situation where they just where they traveled together and like partied together a lot and they yeah. genuinely like liked each other's company but yeah. it's, she she's literally forcing it they can't even speak the same language another couple that doesn't even speak the same language in the show mike and uh himena H- mm-hmm. sorry um they have more friggin' chemistry than these two <laughs> And that's saying a lot. (laughs) I
1: definitely think that Hamza and Memphis have sexual chemistry. I I think that they like each other's bodies and everything and they want to have sex. And also... Can we stop talking about how fast the sex was? That is so fucking unfair. If he hasn't had sex in a long time and he wasn't smart enough
0: to beat yeah. off beforehand, <laughs> then guess what? That's what fucking happens. I can't believe she said that. Like, shut and up! That it continues to be a topic of the conversation between. It's them. unfair. I can't believe that. First of all,
1: take it as a compliment because you were so hot and he was so turned on that he could not help himself. I'm pretty sure he didn't want to come in 30 seconds flat, but guess what? It happened. Mm -hmm. And so instead of telling the whole world on national TV, which is so fucked up in the beginning, just take it as a compliment and say, all right, let's go again. Like... Let's see what happens next time. And Hamza, come on. If you haven't had sex in that long and you're on national television and you know that she's going to talk about the sex beat off before. Duh. (laughs) Come on. I'm a woman and I can tell you that. Take care of yourself before a little earlier in the afternoon or something.
0: I mean, hopefully next week, though, because to be fair, this is their first time away from his mom. So they are Mm -hmm. staying at the hotel Uh, this week so hopefully next week we'll find out if the sex was a little better if he lasted a little longer because Mm -hmm. you know
1: I'm sure he did I mean that was like the first time and it was all the build up literally all the build up and the excitement and he was so turned on by what a beautiful woman she is like i would totally take that as a compliment i would not be talking shit about it on he TV. he even
0: said it too he's like oh she she's so sexy. so sexy i couldn't i couldn't wait i'm like that's cute that he said that cuz you know any american know. guy would be like oh you're a fucking whore why would you say that i'm never talking to you again you know i know
1: yeah it's pretty <laughs> fucked up i would never say that about someone on tv it's so mean no. so embarrassing no. so embarrassing um ella and Johnny. Johnny was denied his Singapore visa, but they figured out that he can go to Dubai. He can quarantine for 14 days and then come to the U.S. But he told Ella he wants to delay the trip because of the Delta variant. Um, He has a ticket to Dubai in two weeks. Now, Ella reveals to us that she's tried to get Johnny to come to Idaho before, but he always has excuses. One time he wanted to get his driver's license. Another time he wanted to save a certain amount of money to bring. Um, I mean, Johnny tells us things are just different. In China, they wait for the government to tell them that it's safe for travel. In America, we kind of do our own thing. But over there, they trust their government to tell them what to do and when it's safe. And he tells us that if he gets sick, he can't provide for his family. He's trying to be careful, but Ella is pushing him to come. And then Ella's just angry that he's kind of going back and forth. He wants to come, and then he makes an excuse. And she's like, he has the whole hazmat suit, which we saw earlier Mm -hmm. in the series. And he has all of these things, and there's ways for him to travel safely. And it really does show the difference in how Americans view travel during a pandemic and how someone in China will, and the difference in the governments and everything yeah do you think he just doesn't want to see her or do you think
0: girl he ain't going he's not he's not going going.
1: he's not coming to america it's so
0: obvious i don't maybe he just wanted to like be on the show or something and that's why but like you said he made up excuses before um i think that he's very content with his life in china and there's Mm -hmm. nothing wrong with that like it looked like He loved his friends. He loved his parents. He divorced his wife because his parents didn't like her. So why is he going to move to a different fucking country for a girl that he knows for a fact his parents aren't going to like? It's not going to happen.
1: Yeah. He has a son
0: like... I think he's content with his life and I don't think he wanted to move. And I think it's one of those things where you make up a lie and you're like, oh, when it comes to me, like, I'll think of something else. And then that just kind of kept happening and happening. And unfortunately, she took it a little more seriously. And now he's kind of like, oh, shit, what am I going to tell her now? You know, I have no excuses left.
1: I think that. I think he was hoping that if he was an American woman, which he kind of told us earlier, is that. I think he was hoping if he was with an American woman and he moved to the U.S. that his parents could not be involved because he led us to believe earlier in the season that his mother, particularly, destroyed his last marriage, was just awful to his wife and destroyed his last marriage, and that's why he ended up divorced. So I think he was hoping if maybe if I date an American woman and I move to America, they can't be as involved to mess up this marriage. But the logistics of the situation is just over-the-top ridiculous. Like, he has this son. He has a great job that he can support his entire family on. And I know that he was going to have to quit his job in order to come to America just for those, like, three months for a travel visa. Do we know if he has already quit his job? Or maybe I don't think he was just, he just saying he would have, have
0: to. If he, did I don't think so
1: either. So, like, if he... I understand him not wanting to quit his job. I don't think he did. That's so crazy.
0: I don't think he did.
1: You can't quit your job to go visit another country for a few months just to see if you like someone. And then if shit doesn't work out and you move back, you don't have a job now. And it's not like as easy to get a good paying job like he has right now i think you're totally right i think he's content he has a good job he can support his family he has his son there his family's helping with the son it makes zero sense why he would move across the world to be with this woman and uproot his entire life and destroy his family
0: Mm -hmm. i think either that that he was never planning on going in the first place Or I think that his parents and his friends talked him out of it from what we saw. And he was like, Mm -hmm. oh, shit. And he just doesn't, like, know how to tell her yet without hurting her feelings because his friends were making fun of her for being on the bigger side. And his parents were pretty much saying, like, we don't want you to date an American girl. So maybe he got talked out of it and he just doesn't have the balls to tell her yet. I don't know.
1: I, I think it like sounded like a good idea at the time. <laughs> and yeah. then he started to think through it. And I don't think he was just like scamming her from the beginning. I think that he likes her and he want. it was a nice idea. Yeah. But then when you start to put the idea into motion and you know you have to quit your job and you have to leave your son behind and you have to leave your parents in a bad financial situation and it might not work out and you put all of these things together the whole puzzle is together and you're like uh maybe not mm-hmm. maybe not a great idea i think yeah. that's where he is right now and exactly. i think that's why there's excuses he's never coming to america ella you're never gonna see him if meet they guy meet, i will somewhere.
0: be shocked
1: i know i would <laughs> truly be shocked but i definitely don't think he's coming yeah
0: all. no
1: yeah and I, I think that's why the Mahogany and what is that guy's name? That ben? Dumb dude? Is it ben? ben? Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's Ben.
0: He's either he's Ben so or like Greg. Uninteresting. He reads as like a Greg to me.
1: A Ben. Yeah, he's yeah. definitely a Ben. Mahogany and Ben. Mahogany who is not a real person, who's practically a bot. So spoiler alert. Skip ahead a minute if you don't want to hear this, but three, two, one. Have you seen the Mahogany pictures?
0: Yes, the actual person? I saw okay. on Reddit, yeah. But She's we a don't know. girl. We don't know, though, if, like, this is the girl she, he's talking to or not. We just know that the pictures that we saw are a real person, heavily edited.
1: That's true. Okay, yeah. So heavily edited pictures, but the girl is beautiful. It's like you don't have to edit your pictures at all. You're a beautiful girl, and you just look like a bot, like a, not even a real human being.
0: I know photos. and I love how even like his kids were like dad that, that picture looks picture. fake it's so edited that is the, I know the it's one is like, like, like that is filter. the fakest
1: picture I've ever seen yeah and in I mean it takes them a half a second to recognize that and he's so stupid he's so, like all I can think about this guy is that he is a gross perv who likes young chicks mm-hmm because he's sitting there talking about how they have a romantic and spiritual connection and he's booked two hotel rooms because he doesn't want to be too assuming you know his son is driving him to the airport which what a sweet son I would not want to be any part of this he, he takes his dad to the airport he's worried he actually says I hope you make it back from Peru with both of your kidneys
0: yeah I thought that and was he funny. wasn't he wasn't joking though he. No. Was serious. <laughs>
1: you know he he wants to find his dad to find a good woman so it's not like he like his mom's the only good woman he wants to think of it's not a jealousy thing it's just like he knows his dad is a moron
0: yeah i think that this guy has severe religious trauma
1: oh yeah he literally um, was in a cult for most of his life
0: yeah i think it's i don't know it's a messed up situation and I can't believe he actually fucking went and whoever the hell he's talking to on the other line of the phone, it's not a girl named Mahogany. It no. might be the same girl, but if it is, her name is not Mahogany. And
1: Mahogany sounds like a fake name to be She doesn't look but like that. But, no.
0: But they even texted him and was like, don't come on the air. Don't come yes. here. They had this whole excuse and he's like. God will show me the way I'm getting on the plane either way. And it's, I can't fucking believe he got on the plane.
1: Well, yeah, he's like sitting at the airport and he's like, I haven't heard much from her today, which is never a fucking good sign. If the person you're traveling like to another country for is not talking to you on the day that you're getting on the flight, like that is your first gigantic waving red flag. And then she texts him. She says that her dad doesn't trust his intentions. And he doesn't want her to come. And he's like, he sends her something like, I would never want to get in the way of your relationship with your family, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I'm getting on a plane. I hope to see you there. She is not fucking showing up to the airport,
0: right? He also said that he booked two different hotel rooms for both of them for that because he doesn't believe in uh, sex before marriage, which – we know oh, the whole fucking thing you know. about that. But
1: you don't believe in <laughs> sex before marriage, but you do believe that you should date a fucking barely legal yet little girl that's like younger than your children. Yeah, that you believe. This guy's in? fucked up in the Fuck head. Fuck
0: off. He's, he's Fuck like, off. he doesn't even. He's fucked up.
1: You're just a pervy old dude. Like fucking accepted. a it. Pri- I'm a pervy old dude who's going through a midlife crisis and likes young hot puss. Okay. Yeah. Is there, a a <laughs> that? Is, that a, is there an anonymous for that is that is there an anonymous for that hi my name is ben i'm a pervy old dude who likes young hot puss hi ben yeah that's where he needs to go yeah there needs to be an anonymous for that it's a very long acronym but
0: i mean we know we know she's not gonna show up but either way i'm excited for next week to see him I where is it because
1: he's an idiot yeah peru Yeah, I'm excited to see. And hang out and do stuff and like walk around Peru
0: by himself. I think that he'll same. Why are you gonna waste a perfectly good trip? But I think he's gonna like stay in the hotel and like try to contact her still and like I don't think he's I think it's gonna take him a long time to get the hint.
1: Yeah. God, he's an idiot. Yeah. Do you think she'll completely ghost him and just not like block his number and not talk (sighs) to him?
0: I have no idea. I, I no would
1: idea. die if she showed up. I would love if she would show up. Yes. Same. I would love that. Actually, I would love if Usman showed up because <laughs> the last time he got catfished, it was a dude from Nigeria. That would be great, actually. That'd yeah. be fun. That'd be good TV. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to see it. I, there's been build up all season, and I hope that she ghosts him and he's an idiot. Or she shows up and she's not who he expected, and that's a whole thing. But I don't think she's going to show up no. at all. Mm -mm. Um, Usman and Kim, wow, 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 wow. This bitch is really trying to earn. If if you're here's the thing: if you are into someone and you feel like you have to earn their attention, their affection, whatever, that is a big problem because you shouldn't have to earn it. They should like you for who you are, not for what you do for them. Mm -hmm. And that's the problem with Kim, is she thinks that she has to earn. Usman's affection, and that if she's good enough, he will like her and he will grace her with his presence in her bed, and she, he will grace her with the title of his girlfriend, and he will grace her with his yammy yammy, or whatever he said that was disgusting.
0: I have a feeling that this isn't Kim's first rodeo in the way that, like. She has bought in guys that clearly weren't into her expensive stuff before, in hopes that they'll all of a sudden yep. change their minds and like her again mm-hmm. um but this is another one of those situations that I feel is also a double standards the other way around, and I'm pretty sure yes. we said this before, like if it was a older man with a early thirties woman <sighs> buying her expensive gifts and said, "Oh, but you know." I don't, I don't feel pressure or anything but i would really love if you stayed in my room tonight mm-hmm. it would be so fucking creepy it's disgusting
1: people he would be totally canceled people would be outraged be all over i mean yeah think about the way she's acting she is buying him she's giving him these expensive gifts like you said and she's telling him like we only have so long to get to know each other and i really want to know what's happening with us and pressuring him to sleep in her room and to have sex with her and all and making the comments like if we have sex you know whatever oh it's disgusting it's mm-hmm. disgusting behavior that would never be allowed if this was a man yeah never but we're sitting here people sit here and laugh at it and think about how pathetic she is ugh gross i thought it was um, funny
0: though when she got all mad at him because he's she like got mad he's like oh i'm not gonna sleep in your room tonight or whatever she wouldn't even hold his hand she's like nope i don't want to hold your hand anymore yes. okay she's got her tourist backpack on
1: <laughs> imagine again imagine if that was a man who a woman was like i'm not ready to sleep with you i'm not ready to be in your bed tonight like and they know, just, i just need like more that. time and the man was like well don't touch me don't touch me. Fine. Let's leave. I want to go back to the room. Oh, my God. People would rip that man to shreds.
0: The only difference is that, like, Usman does hold the power in this yeah. situation. And he
1: knows he does. He knows he does. That's why he comes back to her room. That's why he's, like, kind of
0: laughing at her. Like Like, yeah. he, he always, like... When she takes it seriously, he starts to, like, laugh a little bit because he's like, fuck, this bitch is serious.
1: Well, he's like, look at all the things that I can get by denying her. And look how crazy I'm making her. Like, this is the classic dude that's just stringing you along. Like, it's a tale as old as time. Mm -hmm. And he is loving it. I did look up, so I heard Kim, when they were getting in the taxi, I heard her say Cliff Resort. So I looked it up because I was curious. Mm-hmm. And it does look really beautiful. She's saying she has, like, the fanciest room. It's not true. I was kind of looking at her room and then looking at the rooms on the show. The fanciest room is, like, big, beautiful, and has this huge, like, terrace Overlooking the Indian Ocean or something is I mean I didn't see that I didn't see her with that on. The I show. think that
0: she just got like a honeymoon suite compared to just a standard yeah, but look room. look at this
1: view from the deluxe room. Like that's clearly the nicest room.
0: Yeah. Oh my God, that it's looks fucking sweet. It's,
1: it's beautiful, and you know this room is. Oh, I hate you. 000. I want
0: to go away so this bad. This room
1: <laughs> is three hundred and thirty dollars a night. U.S.D. Jesus Christ. It's fucking beautiful. It has a luxurious bathroom, a freestanding spa bath, separate shower, jacuzzi, uh, wall-mounted makeup and shaving mirror. I mean, double, has ocean views with double balconies. Wow. Uninterrupted delightful views of the Indian Ocean. It even has an iPod docking station upon request. Whoa. (laughs) Very fancy 24-hour room service. I mean, it's gorgeous. And the room, again, is like 3.30 a night. It's so cheap and so beautiful. Look at that bathtub. I wish there wasn't a glare. Look at that bathtub.
0: That looks beautiful. Look
1: at that. I would just be naked all the time looking at the ocean. Oh, my God. Look at those windows i'll put pictures of this on my instagram but yeah so that was the deluxe room and i think that's definitely nicer than what she had yeah um but that's in zanzibar tanzania it's beautiful um that makes me want to travel internationally like you couldn't you couldn't get a hotel in the u.s for that for less than a thousand dollars like there's no way you're getting ocean views like that so it's beautiful they're staying at a beautiful resort but, yeah, so he comes back in at night, and he's, like, gifting him, the pr- like, his presence. And she already took off her makeup, which I would hate. I would hate if this guy that I was super into came by after I had taken off my makeup, and I'm looking all ugly, and my dark under-eye circles are showing, and my <laughs> hair is a mess, and he shows up. And they well, build, the, like, this pillow K- barrier.
0: TLC could have, like... They obviously gave her somewhat of a heads up because the cameras were filming her when he came in because she knew that he was coming in. So maybe not,
1: though. Maybe she thought they were just trying to talk to her about the night and how she was feeling afterwards and blah, blah, blah. That's what I think. I don't think she knew.
0: Okay, because I was just going to say she could have put a little bit of eyeliner on or whatever. But I know
1: I would have been like full face. I didn't didn't
0: even notice that she looked different, to be honest. Yeah,
1: she had her makeup off because then they have it like. Going to her interview and then she's got makeup on the interview, you'll yeah. really see quite a difference. But they build like this pillow barrier between them.
0: Oh my God. So
1: that they're not touching. Like, I'm sorry, Get, go sleep in your own fucking bed if you want a pillow barrier. That's Give me exactly me my space in my bed thinking.
0: back. Yes, I what was like. what the hell do I need you? If for? we're not even going to spoon, then. Then I might as well just have the whole fucking bed that I can sprawl out on. I'm
1: practically in a twin bed over here by myself. Like, fuck off. What's the point? So this was the most disgusting part of the entire episode, which is really saying something. Um, Usman says something about his yammy yam, like she wants to see it or touch it or something. And she's like, what's a yammy yam? And he tells Kim that Nigerians are like the size of a yam and i threw up a little in my mouth.
0: Is that what he's You know said? how fucking big
1: a yam is?
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: Do you can you picture how fucking big a yam is? Yeah. I'm sorry, that doesn't turn me on. If someone said that to me, I'd be like, "Okay, you can leave now." <laughs> Cuz we're not doing that.
0: I just gross. thought the funniest part was when she was like, so if you stay, what are we going to do? Like, are we going to watch a movie or have sex? Like, she just said it yeah. so nonchalantly. It was so funny. And he's just
1: so not, doesn't want it. He doesn't want it. She couldn't pay him to take it. She tried to pay him to take it. He does not want it.
0: Yep. It's
1: sad and it's desperate and it's gross when you think about the double standard. It mm-hmm. really is. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, it was a great episode. I like having Discovery Plus. It's so oh, nice. We forgot to, to, talk, to about, watch we talk about.
0: We didn't talk about Mike and.
1: Oh yeah, that was the best one. I think I skipped them because I wanted them for last. Mike and Jimena. Wow. <clears throat> okay, so that their entire story during this episode is about how gross Mike is.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because we saw a little clip where they were making out and he farted. Mm -hmm. And she was like, oh my God. And then we saw a clip of when he was at dinner, like having dinner with his parents, or no, her parents, and he had a tiny little burp. And I understand that this is the beginning of their relationship. And Jimena's kind of thinking, like, God, what's it going to be like in a couple of years? He's so gross. He puts his clothes on the floor, which what man doesn't? Sorry to break it to you, Jimena. You've just been dating dudes in prison. So guess what? Um, That's what men do. Yeah. And um, I mean, so I mean, Mike is worried that Jimena has dated a sicario who threatened to kill her and Jimena is worried that Mike's farts stink.
0: Let's put that in perspective. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, if I were Mike, I would have been on the next flight home after hearing what she said to him about that this is another been,
1: thing like, that could have been a private conversation and not done on national television. like
0: fuck it i agree with you especially because it's fucking Colombia. like who the fuck knows what goes down there it's it's different than some like street gangs from the u.s like that shit's a whole nother level It's terrifying um and I think that this whole farting thing between them is, I think it just comes down to, like, a culture difference. Like, in the U.S., uh, fart humor is, it's, like, funny and, like, Mm -hmm. you know, it's kind of like a normal thing. Maybe over there, it's, like, people don't talk about that stuff, like, at all. Who knows? Um, But, you know, when her and her friend were on FaceTime and they were talking about it, she even said to her friend, like, this is new like we've only yeah. been around each other for a few nights so how is he gonna act when it's like six months in and yeah. I, I kind of agree with that because like obviously when you're when you're in like a long-term relationship like you you do and say everything in front of each other um right but I kind of think that there should be a little bit of romance in the first
1: if it was of like
0: if it was like my first time both have sex with a guy and we he was on top of me making out and then he farted, I would be like, excuse me.
1: I would have laughed about it because obviously it wasn't on purpose. Like he was embarrassed. He said that he didn't mean to do it. I mean, I would laugh. But when Don't he you think you would laugh at the
0: dinner table with her parents. That's yeah. Of, that that would have been disrespectful even in but America. She's, okay,
1: but here's the thing. Here's the thing. She's acting like this burp and this fart and the fact that he takes his clothes off and puts them on the floor is so devastating to her that she does not know how she could have a relationship with him. Meanwhile, Mike looks at Jimena who has two children, one with a man in prison that she specifically went to prison to get pregnant by, Mm -hmm. uh, has dated a hit man who threatened to kill her. Um, she like she's a bitch she's doesn't act like she even likes him like look at Himena and mike's at, and she's had a surgery that she lied to him because she knows that he was so desired to have his own child and she lied to him and did not tell him that she cannot physically have children anymore
0: mm-hmm. okay
1: that's what mike's looking at over here And then Jimena looks at him and goes, your fart stinks, you burped at dinner, and you put your clothes on the ground.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Bitch, shut the fuck up. If those are your biggest problems with a man, and you can have a conversation with him, and he's like, I will work on that, I'm sorry, you know, I hope that we can move forward. Yeah, that's
0: true. If those are your biggest issues, I think you're good yeah
1: mike's over here hoping he doesn't get fucking murdered and decapitated yeah. and he can make it back
0: to america and Are you he's kidding like, me he's like willing to be a dad to your two kids he's willing when to he raise wants, your two kids when he wants biological he kids have. of his yeah exactly when he wants biological kids of his own and he's willing to give up that dream of his to be a father to your kids, I think. Yeah. I agree with I agree with that. She
1: is insane. I just think I like
0: that... I said, I think it just might be a little bit of like a culture difference. <sighs> I more think than he's anything. giving her
1: the ick. I honestly think she's getting the ick from him, and she feels like Or maybe like she he had, should. like, a
0: really small dick, and she just doesn't want to, like, say that on TV, so she's using the fart thing as an excuse. I
1: can't imagine that. Well, and she's into bad boys. She likes bad boys. She likes the, the danger and the hotness and all of that. And I think that she thinks she should be with someone like Mike, which she should. She should like someone like Mike. She should love someone like Mike, that her life would be so much more safe and all of that. She, but Mike gives her the ick. Mm -hmm. She's getting the ick. And so we've all been there. Like how many times have you met a guy that you're like, wow, I should be with this guy because I would have a safe and loving and content life. But then you see over here, the hot, sexy, bad boy. And you're like, that looks like so much more fun. Like we've (laughs) all been there and that's exactly what Jimena is doing. But. I mean, like, bitch, shut up. I did like her friend that she was FaceTiming with because her friend was just basically like...
0: Her friend was, like, dying laughing at first. Her friend
1: was so, like, like, honest and just was like, look, just talk to him because when there's a problem in a relationship, you discuss it and you find a solution and you work through it together. And she was just completely and totally... You know, duh. That's all you have to do is have a conversation with him. And Jimena's over here thinking that like it's over. I just can't. Like his farts stink. Oh my God. Like, it's ridiculous.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: She's so unlikable. I wish I could like her, but she just makes poor choices and she's focused on the wrong things. And Mike deserves better.
0: Yeah, I agree with that.
1: Mm. So I I know this is the first time that you've watched 90 Day from the beginning. Are you loving it?
0: what do you think love it okay going to continue watching it and from now on I think I'm gonna watch all the new seasons because I love it
1: yeah so you totally understand how people get obsessed yes it's so good yes
0: I'm I haven't finished Danielle and Mohammed yet I'm like probably halfway through theirs it's a lot I'm at a lot of right now where it's like How do I get Danielle on my side to be my friend so that I could stay in the country without (laughs) her thinking I have another chance with her? It's insane. Have you seen
1: the evidence binder?
0: Uh, I don't think so. Wait, yes, yes. Did she throw it at him and then he called the cop? Yes. Yes, I saw that.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I love it. It's so funny. So freaking funny. Yeah. Um. Okay, so what what else is? Oh, are you watching Love During Lockup?
0: No, I need to. David wants me to watch that show too. It's um, so good. I I don't know it? how to watch it in Canada. Oh,
1: we'll have to figure it out. Yeah,
0: I okay. have to. Maybe tomorrow I can remind myself to do that. Go on a deep yeah. dive of how to watch that because I can find anything. It might not be fully legal, but I can have do to it. Tell anyone that I can do it. <laughs>
1: All right. Well, um, let's talk on the next. I'll have you on like next week and we'll talk about all the juicy celebrity crimes that I was looking up. I think that'd yes. be really fun to talk about. Mm-hmm. We'll do that because some of them I have heard of and I'd like to look into more. And then some of them I did not even know happened. So. I think that'll be really fun if we just do like a random episode like that. Maybe an Am, am I the Asshole or something would be fun.
0: I would love that. And Yay. I would also love if you came on and did something Jersey Shore related for my podcast. Yes. We can figure Absolutely. it out. Yeah.
1: Awesome. Well, tell, thank you so much for being on. You know, I love having you. Tell people where they can find you.
0: Um, if you're listening to this, you probably already know about my podcast called The Shore Store All Things jersey shore floribama shore um the uh, the other day gus said that he wanted to go on a podcast to talk about everything <sighs> behind the scenes and i mentioned in my instagram story i dm'd him he watched the story he read my dm he did not reply unfortunately oh, God. so if everyone wants to go harass gus from floribama shore I would love that. I will. And uh, if anyone's a fan of the Real Housewives of New York City, every week my friend David and I put out a new, we are re-watching Real Housewives from the beginning. We're on season five right now and hopefully I can convince Julie to come on and uh, watch a Housewives episode. I
1: will because, yeah, I've always wanted to get into Housewives. I just never had the, never really did. So if you can point me in the right direction or something that I would like, I will watch Housewives and then we'll do that.
0: Did I even say the name of the podcast? <laughs> it's called Friends of the Countess. Friends Did of the Countess. That? Okay. Yeah.
1: I need to start watching I need to start listening to that because I know that it's probably really funny and fun to listen to. I just feel like I won't understand it since I don't watch anything, but yeah.
0: Well, uh it's a really good season right now. There's a really funny trip coming up. Um, so I'd love to have you on and then hopefully you'll yes. get sucked in.
1: Okay, that sounds good. So that's plan. Well, thank you guys for listening. Check me out at resting bitch pod on Instagram and we will talk to you bitches later. Bye. Bye.